When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV on Alivations Friday, Lucy Goosey Edition. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jeff. That's Tom, Director Matthew in the house as always on Twitter. It's at J Cameron Show. Don't forget to like and subscribe. War Chant TV, if you're watching the show be performed, thanks for weighing in. Lucy Goosey is always fun. We kind of get random. And uh, go all over the place. Hey, by the way, did you see? Uh, I love this. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it uh, from start to finish, and I'll recap some stuff from uh, last hour and look uh, as we go ahead with Florida State football. But did you did you see this, Tom? Oh, this is good because uh, <laughs> I knew it was gonna lead to this, but it's a prime opportunity for segments for the JCS PR firm, the Jeff Cameron Show PR firm. Deshaun uh, Watson's press conference today, buddy. Whoa, he had one already? Yeah, yeah, they're oh, in the midst geez. of it right now. Hey, so here's my favorite part. I went, yeah, right? You can't hide him forever. So here, here's the uh, question. Bold, bold questioning from this reporter. You ready? I'm going to go back to 40 massage people. Why not just find one you really like and stick with that person? 40 seems like so many, doesn't it? That's the question. <laughs> Deshaun Watson with word salad as an answer. And I knew that was coming. Well, I never, as far as the team, and when I say team, I'm not saying the Cleveland Browns, but my agency and things like that, 40 is, uh, well, over a lot of time. It's not in one period of time, you know. I've been in Houston for five years, so... You go to different people, and and that's just how. You know, I said before, and I'll say, I can't get too far into some of the details, but as businesses work, and you move around and meet people, and people have different schedules and such, and different blocks of time, you meet people over a longer period of time. Quote, unquote. 
I don't get to bring the income. Our ass is in the jackpot now, okay? That answer. I am plastering that on my mirror in the morning so I have something to smile about before I start my day. That answer is fantastic. As in gibberish. It is just fantastic. I love it. (laughs) I'm going to read it again. Well, I never, as as, as far as the team, and when I say team, I'm not saying the Cleveland Browns. But my agency and things like that, 40 is over time, over a long period of time. It's not in one period of time. I've been in Houston for five years, so there's different people, and that's just how, like I said before, you know, I can't get into details, but as businesses work and you move and you meet people and different people and people have different schedules and blocks and you kind of meet people over over a long period of time. <laughs> well, I don't get Oh, that's a toughie. That's a toughie. <laughs> oh, Deshaun, you should have hired the Jeff Cameron Show PR firm. I wouldn't have had you out there stutter effing your way through this ridiculous gibberish. I would have been like my man. If you get asked about this, and you're going to be asked about this <laughs> many times, it will be reworded. I assure you it's the same question, Deshaun. Uh, but here's what you're going to do. And then I would have given him whatever sentence I gave him, and he would have used it repeatedly. Uh, well, you know, in the times with businesses, and people things, move around and things. And people. And, and nature and such. Different people and people. You know, let me tell you about a man named Mr. Unlimited. <laughs> Agency and such. What the hell are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> that is so good. How could you be unprepared for that question? Uh, of all it, questions. Yeah, well, it was the second part. The first part, <laughs> he answered whatever nonsensical babble, and then that reporter followed up when I want to go back to the 40 massage people. <laughs> you got to give credit to that reporter. Like, wait, hold on, hold on. Can we go back to the 40 different <laughs> massage therapists you've seen? Let's uh, Help me get a handle on the 40 yeah. different. <laughs> Deshaun, first of all, uh, yes or no, is the 40 number accurate? Yeah. Yes. 40. 40. That seems excessive. Deshaun, there are about 35 <laughs> people in this room. You've had more massage therapists in the last five years than, it, than the people in this room represent. Our ass is in the jackpot now, okay? Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> oh, I love stuff like that. I really do. That is too good. That Hmm. <laughs> um, do you think his agent's like, Jesus? Oh. What that screams of is the agent and or the PR team trying desperately to get him to listen to make sure that he's prepared for the question. And he's like, I got it. No problem. Oh, I got it. Don't you worry. Mm. Watch this. Yeah. And they're like, oh, God. Well, here, this is going to be great. Well, let me go find a new client. This is Maybe good. Maybe Tyreek Hill needs some representation. 
a lot of momentum, quote unquote, for while I'm on the subject of the NFL for changing NFL overtime rules, competition committee chairman Rich McKay said Friday. It is unclear whether enough owners will agree on specific proposal, a specific proposal, when they gather next week for the annual meetings in Palm Beach, Florida. Two proposals are under consideration. The Colts and Eagles have proposed making it mandatory for each team to have an overtime possession before moving to sudden death. The Titans, meanwhile, proposed a tweak that would require mandatory possession for each team unless... The team that has the first possession scores a touchdown and converts a two-point conversion. The competition committee did not endorse either proposal. McKay said that was because the clubs covered the nature of the discussion well. In a conference call, however, McKay warned reporters about the difficulty of getting the necessary 24 votes from owners to change the rule. Quote, I think in my history on this uh, rule, it tells me that 24 votes is not easy to get. I do think this... The stats absolutely warrant an examination of whether overtime rules need to be further modified. We'll see. The disappointing aspect as we get set for next week, and I always pay attention to the uh, the rules competition, the uh, competition committee, because of all the asinine things that the NFL tends to focus on uh, that nobody's ever thought of or cares about, such as why don't we implement more ways to penalize players for sportsmanship violations. Nobody's brought that up. Nobody's thought about that. Nobody thinks about that, but they are. I think we need a fourth-level infraction for when a defender impedes a receiver. We have illegal contact, defensive holding, holding. passenger interference. There needs to be another one. Yeah. I, what do you think? a fourth or a fifth, Tom. What do you think, Roger? Yeah. Love, it. Love, love it. it. love it. Let's vet Rubber this stamp. next week. Let's go. Let's get the competition committee in here ASAP. Yeah, it's nuts. I, I Yeah. <laughs> Let's go with illegal interference. Well, I read that they are going to show video, Tom, of the proper ways in which you call players for taunting and then those that would be considered a bit of an overreach, uh, of which we saw several instances in which an official just decided, I'm offended, I'm going to throw a flag. Doesn't work that way, my man. I believe that's the meeting, whether it's virtual or in person, that the good official who thinks this is ridiculous pops a beer or opens up a fifth or something mm. in front of everybody. In front of everybody. Like, this is going to be great. Yeah, let's hear all this. Time. Yeah, it's nuts. Go ahead, Mike Pereira. Please. But Pereira doesn't believe in it either. He doesn't, he, he, I know. Yeah, he He's free. Yeah. He's out of the system. Yeah, and he'll straight tell people, like, hey, this is wrong. What's funny is those guys really... Stick, uh, you know, they they tow the company line for their officials for about four or five years, and then they're like, Peace. and then they're like, you know what? Most of my guys that I knew were gone, so I don't care anymore. I just uh, got done listening to an interview with him last month that I thought was incredibly insightful. He was smart forth- guy. Yeah, yes, he is. He was forthcoming, and he came. Uh, he he came really to the rescue of the average fan. He said, "Here's one of the problems that they have in the NFL." He believed. He believes that the competency of the officials has never been greater in terms of their sheer knowledge of the rule book and understanding of how it's applied, all of that. But that because there are too many rules that are emphasized and overemphasized and reiterated time and again in the offseason, their mind is constantly swimming. They can't just go with the flow of a football game. They're having to, and we have said this on the show, look for infractions. And the very root of all of these problems where the game gets drawn out beyond reason, officials affect the outcome of the game, thus we question the integrity of the game when these things happen, which is the very thing that can't happen to your sport. Um, so 
they they go into games constantly searching for infractions as opposed to only calling the infractions that are self-evident, obvious, over-the-top, beyond the pale, right? Like things where you go, oh, okay, that you, my man, you're strangling him. I'm going to have to throw this flag. You can't tackle a defensive lineman. You know, we're not going to allow that. If you're a guard, we're going to go ahead and throw that one. I got you. You know, just the obvious stuff. Just the obvious stuff. Other than that, it's a gladiatorial sport. Let's let these dudes beat the bejesus out of each other. They're paid handsomely to do so. They understand the risks. We're no longer covering that up. Let's let them go to war. Right. It's there's an odor in a car versus Nate Newton's car. You know? (laughs) You're like, well. For so long, we've treated even the odor of the car like Nate Newton's car. There's a big difference here in what we're doing. The Nate Newton stuff was always my favorite. He came to town. I actually had a chance to talk to Nate Newton. What? Uh, yeah, he came to speak here one time. Yeah. Yeah, Nate Newton. That is stunning. Well, he's a fam guy, and he came back to town, and he was ended up speaking, I think, at the quarterback club, I want to say, years and years and years ago, um, where where he you know he owned it, obviously. I mean, he was transporting weed. It's not the end of the world. It wasn't a serial right. killer know. you know type was- thing, but... A lot, a lot of, of it. A lot of it. About yeah. five Nate Newtons amount. Yeah, so <laughs> I remember my favorite part about that is like a lot of the guys that you read about getting busted transporting, say, weed or anything else illegal throughout the state, he got busted because he had his lights off. My man, it can't happen. It can't happen. Like, <laughs> sir, like, <laughs> double-check those lights. Triple-check those lights. we got to make sure the lights are on. I can't, like, that has to be the most ridiculous. Imagine telling your cellmate, yeah, no, I was good. I was good. I was cruising along, you know, five miles per hour over the speed limit. I was good. Staying in the right lane. Listening to my music. All of a sudden, whoop, whoop. I'm like, oh, no, this ain't good. What's going on here? Sir, I pulled you over because your lights are off. Well, good God. Can you step out of the car? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> your lights? <laughs> like, Oh, I forgot to put the license plate on the car. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah. And then there's just like stacks of cash in the back seat. <laughs> yeah, like, you're screaming. So the like, cops like, wait a minute. I want to go to jail. This is for a license plate. Now, what is what is with the one million in cash you got in the back seat there, fella? I remember one time in college, I got into a huge argument with my buddy who went on to become a cop and then worked for FDLE and is now a head of security in the Midwest for, I won't say, but he's he's doing great. But we got into a fundamental argument about the law. 3M, that's the guess. And he knew. No. And uh, no, and uh, he certainly knew the law. He was he was in the program. And I was saying, he, was talk- he told me that if, and I don't, again, totally, I, I don't know the law in this regard, but. I said, I asked him, because I'd read a story where a guy got pulled over, and he had, and I don't know how they saw this, but he had like $75,000 in cash on him. And obviously that rose, you know, that caused a rise in suspicion of illegal activity, uh, because my man was traversing about town with $75,000 in cash. And I was like, well, man, come on. If I want to carry $75,000 in cash, that's, what, that's how I roll. Why does that give you carte blanche to ask me to step out of the car? <laughs> and he was explaining the process to me, and I was like, this is wrong. He's like, oh, it's wrong. You you, you don't think that's reasonable suspicion that uh, something is illegal, uh, something of an illegal nature is going on. And we went back and forth. This is at the start of the argument. Right, you're arguing for our rights. Very I'm good. arguing that if yeah. I want to drive around with a million dollars in cash, right. I can do it. Right. You're a patriot. Thank you for that. <laughs>
That's your life. Uh, it's man. your rights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miranda, this. Yeah, we were going through. It was funny. It was a funny argument. It went on for like two hours. He's like, "This is ridiculous, Jeff. You're being disingenuous. You know damn well." I was like, "Yeah, the chances may be, but what was he uh, pulled over for?" I don't remember. It was a long time ago. But yeah, uh, it just it was an article I read. And I brought it. I was like, "What?" I mean, I get that. I, you know, I'd be a little suspicious too, but. There's no odor. Yeah, the guy wasn't nothing. inebriated. Yeah, yeah right. Like, yeah, what are you going to do? It's, just, it's a weird cat driving around with 75 grand. He's begging to be robbed. I'll probably see this guy again. Right, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, you'll have, yeah, a, you'll yeah. have a shiv in him. Mm-hmm. Jared Verse is who I want to talk about next because he has come an awful long way in the practices that we've witnessed. And in addition to having come an awful long way, that dude, if he's actually really good in games, is going to be a superstar because of his personality. It's a great tease. Can I ask you a fun question before we get to the Jared Verse thing next sure, segment? Sure, sure. Timmy in the chat. It's a good one. If you were at a wrestling match, Gibbons versus Lyles, who would you take? Ooh, Lyles. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think Caden Lyles. Just because of the mean nature of him? He looks a little bit... Right, yeah. Yeah. Well, if it was a death match, I think I'd take Lyles. I would take Lyles. Like, 100%. Caden looks like he can go to that place. Yeah, he looks out there. He looks scary. And and also fierce. Right. There's a look. Like, he could go to that place that's necessary where pain is not felt. But Gibbons looks stout. Like, he looks like he's in better shape to handle a wrestling match. He does, but I I, honestly, I do. I think... um, Caden Lyles looks like, to me, the guy that, uh, if you said of all of the transfer portal guys that we brought in, who are you most excited about potential based on just looking at him? Yeah, who would you hire to protect you? That guy. That guy. I want Caden Lyles. It's Jeff Cambridge, 93.3 Real Talk Radio. War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply the jeff cameron show brought to you by orange theory fitness two tallahassee locations midtown on thomasville road and north side in the village common shopping center online at orangetheoryfitness.com Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Before the break, I had mentioned Jared Verse has come a long way. He looks, he looks less mechanical than he did early on. And that is, and I think can be, attributed to, again, having a better understanding of technique. He's a quick learner. That's a real positive sign. I'm excited to see it. Love the kid's personality. Uh, he is a lot of fun to talk to. And if he becomes an elite pass rusher in this league, he's going to be the face of Florida State football for a while on that side of the ball because he's just so engaging. 
He's funny. He's quick-witted. He's interesting. Uh, he's got the, 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 the look to him. So uh, it'd be great. It'd be great to have a guy like that. You know, every year I think of these things, it, it's low on the totem pole of things I concern myself with. But, you know, you go to the ACC meetings. I'm not saying he's going to be a part of that necessarily, but you go to kickoff. You always want a couple of guys that can really play but also represent the school well. And you've got one in Jordan Travis without question. Um, and, and you know, we'll see what they who they choose on the defensive side of the ball. But in the future, Jared Verse will be one of those guys. I don't think there's any question. He's uh, he's as affable as they come and uh, looks the part, and, and, and he's developing quickly. He is. He's really developing quickly. Yeah, it's – um. It, it was steadily more noticeable. I thought the first few days where he was making plays, quote unquote, mm. I, th- I thought he was catching them. Yeah, I not so not going and getting them. Yeah, and that that's you know that's part of it too. It means that you're staying in your gap, and and maybe a quarterback is pressured by a different place, and he's flushed into you, and you get the credit for the sack. That's fine. It means you're doing your job. But now he's going and making the plays, and he's affecting the passer, and and, oh, you know, and he's the emboldened that, by that play too. Tom, he'll tell you about it. He'll tell Jordan Travis about he it. Will. He'll tell everybody about it. I like it. He also is willing to tell people that he likes what you know about Bless, Bless Harris. Harris. Yeah, I thought it was a bit excessive. It was, but it might not be wrong. He says that Bless is a top five offensive lineman he's ever played against. Well, when yeah, you're coming you're from Albany, Albany that's yeah. probably true. Wait till he sees different offensive linemen from different schools. He'll be like, oh, yeah, this guy's in my top five next week. That guy's in my top five. Yeah. <laughs> it's constantly changing. Uh, but as to Bless Harris and what that means, it's, again, a sign that they didn't swing and miss. They got a guy that, bare minimum, is going to provide quality depth. I'm not going to get on here and sing the praises at length of this offensive line. I don't think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be average. I'll take average because they've been bad for a long time. Average feels good. It'll even seem like it's really good because it's been so bad. But it is still average, just so you know. I think I kept up with all of that. Yes. Uh, it is still average at best, which will feel very good despite being average. However, there is a chance for it to be above average once they figure out what they have or don't have. They are clearly experimenting. We can't talk about the ins and outs of it. Yeah, we you can. can guess with Darius Washington, given that Mike has gone on the record and said that they're going to try him at different places, the versatility of what he brings to the table. But that means you're moving other parts around. And when they mix and match the ones and the twos and certain players slide up or down, they're looking to find, all right, in case of emergency in a game, where can we go? And or you know what, let's give this kid some run in some higher leverage situations and see how he handles it. How does he play next to a certain tackle that we're probably going to have or a center that we're going to have? So I think once they find their seven that they like, I think we know the direction they're going, but once they firmly establish that and then they rep it day in and day out instead of mixing and matching, it might look more impressive in yeah, fall it could, camp it could, it could get, because it, of the chemistry that it comes be, with that. It, yeah, it could raise to the level of good, yeah. Um, I think we enter the season with the idea in my mind that it's average, but they could be good. They could. I think the potential is there. Now, the biggest thing is, again, they don't have – they have more depth. They don't have a ton of depth. So, listen, if – and I'm projecting. These are my own thoughts here. Caden Lyles is your starting center, okay? You know Dylan Gibbons is at guard. Yep. He's, he's a good one too, by the way. So, basically – if I'm projecting the group right now, and I'm just going to say this, because, again, they're mixing and matching a lot of guys, so let me just be somewhat nebulous here. I, all right. I'm going to go, obviously, Lyles, Gibbons, Washington, 
uh, Robert uh, Scott Scott is is yeah. is there. And then Washington the tackle or Washington the guard, or you want to just say Washington and I'll just say Washington trouble. and not get in trouble. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, and I just you know we'll who's see. your fifth best? Is it Maurice? Is it Bless? Is it probably Bless right now? Ah, there you go. Probably Bless Welcome right now. Welcome aboard. Yeah, probably Bless right now. Maurice may just get supplanted altogether. He's too small, man. He's just too small, not strong enough. Not, he, yeah, yeah. There you go. That's where I'm going. And then I think, and so, so then if I do that, if that's just me, then Maurice is a backup. And who who else do you like? You have a seventh because you it say seven on or the eight position. a lot of times, and it, I don't. It depends on the position. I think that uh, Estes with a summer development might be somebody that it could go in a, in a pinch and play interior. I was hopeful for more out of Schrader and Herring at this time. Schrader nope. more than you're just not ready yet. Nope. In in my personal view of my the situation. My personal view is not even close to ready. <laughs> not even close. Uh we'll see how Lloyd Willis takes to mm. the uh, well, come on now. Let me He's finish. got a long way to go. That's correct. Not but enough. When he gets it right, the strength is automatically there. So it it the base tools are there. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of assimilating all the development that he's going through right now. Better stay healthy, boys. Better stay yeah. healthy. Going to need that health to be. Now, they're better off than they were. They could survive with an issue at guard. The question has been, can you get me three tackles? And and I don't know that they're there yet. I think they got two. And Darius could slide back to – if Darius moved to right tackle or, or stayed at right tackle, let's just put it that yeah, way, yeah, yeah. I think you've got a hell of a lot more options as we stand today. Now they've got set, uh, nine more practices yeah, yeah, to go in spring and fall camp. Here. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna allow for growth, okay? But as we sit here today, if Darius slid back to right tackle where he was last season, and the experiment was put on hold for a while, I think you've got a lot of mixing and matching you could do in the interior and find a way to make it work. I think what you like, if you're gonna say, okay, what's the plus part of the offensive line for Florida State? It's the interior all day long, every day. It's that group of three in the interior that you feel like. I would even label them good, the interior. I think they're average to below average at tackle. I don't think they have a lot of options at tackle. I don't think – I'm think i I'm telling you what I think right now. I'd bring in a tackle. I'd be moving uh, – If as you we can. Did. Yeah, I mean, I'd try to find somebody. I, that was always the goal, too. I don't mm-hmm. think that's, that's any different. The thing is, define your three in the interior because I think – I feel good about Lyles and Gibbons. I feel really good you about Lyles and Gibbons. You've got to find a third. You've got to find a third. That you that works together with however you want to construct the interior of the offensive line. They've got options they there. They do. They do. At tackle, you have fewer options. Yeah, I don't think you have many. Scott options. Washington, Bless Harris are your three that you could mix and match. But you might need Washington in the inside. You probably so, need Washington yeah. on the inside if Bless Harris has to start. And if that happens, then Washington's on the inside. And I like that group of three right there very much. Uh, let's hope Bless continues to develop. Let's hope Bless becomes something more than I thought he'd be. I thought when we brought him in, based on what I saw, he'd be a backup, and that was fine. It was a good quality backup. He's surprised the people. He's played well in camp. I think they're probably pretty impressed with what he's doing, and so maybe that gives you the option to move Washington inside, and that's great. Then you've got a good three inside. Other than that, again, I just don't think this group is where you'd ideally want it to be. It's better, uh, but I don't love our tackles. So, yeah, your your dark horse candidates uh, after that would be Lloyd Willis with development, Schrader with development, strength program kind of stuff. Schrader's a ways away, man, in my, Estes, in my opinion. Estes, uh, I think, has a chance. Um, he's certainly strong enough, but again, that's that's part of the development. A lot of these guys we're mentioning are younger, and so it might click for you. Got to get them to the Bamba table, baby. Yeah, they need vitamins. 
That's nutrients. A, Rod Orr uh, from the trunk is big enough. He's the Bama table, but he's tiny up top. Tiny up top and remains tiny up top. Come on, Josh. Let's go. Get these guys on some supplements. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. The Jeff Cameron Show is sponsored by the legendary team at Hamilton Home Loans. Great rates, cutting-edge technology, and transparent communication is the recipe for a five-star mortgage experience at fsuhomeloans.com. Man, it is Friday, isn't it? When I, whenever you go to Bowie, I feel that Friday magic. You got this one on vinyl. Yeah, it's good. Oh yeah. Um, all the uh, well, it's just it's fun to go down the Bowie rabbit hole because each album is so different. Yeah, you could really. It's hard to actually do it in sequence because you're in a mood after you listen to one album. You're like, well, this isn't like the other. I, I kind of want to hear this genre of music. He, um, you can definitely feel when he enters his cocaine stage. You, yeah, you go from uh, oh, that, oh, okay, we're out there now. We're out there now. Lots going on here. <laughs> then he comes out of it. You're like, oh, he's healthy again. But it's not to say the stuff. During that heavily influenced era isn't right. good. It's just very different. You're, you're not saying, oh, that was a sweet song. That was very good. <laughs> you're like, oh, that was complicated. You're going to watch the basketball tonight? going to watch a uh, little, little St. Peter's Purdue? Oh, no. Nope. Dead, I feel like that's where the magic ends, right? That's where it's all fun and yeah. games till we get to that match. Wake me up for Purdue's next game, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. Uh, to footnote really quickly, North Carolina and Duke would meet in the Final Four, not for the championship. Unfortunate. So, yeah. By the way, I like Miami to beat Iowa State. I like North Carolina to beat UCLA. We already had Duke win last night. AC, it, this is the ACC tournament, baby. Yeah, take down Mick Cronin. Anybody who plays Mick Cronin is my friend. Um, I, uh, I, I, it'll be interesting to watch. Carolina, you never know what's, what you're going to get with them. They're weird. When they play really well, they're very, very, very good. And I think it was last week... Uh, when that when that number popped, I jumped on it quickly. I took Carolina plus two and a half, and it's it's gone between two and two and a half. It's kind of stayed there. I'm all right. I like that it's value. It's value. The tournament has shown time and again, though, that you know they, they're so wildly unpredictable. Um, these tournaments and and it's it's that's the, what everybody loves most about it, I suppose. But what are you more excited to watch? Uh, because you are a unique watcher of sports. The remainder of the weekend of March Madness or tomorrow's round of 16 and round of 8 at the match play, which is usually the best day of the week. It is the best day of the week, but I don't like the match play. Uh, by the way, the course in Austin looks fun to play. I wish I could play yep. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd like to play it. Uh, it's way better than the one they had in Arizona years yeah, ago. Prob- I'm probably the, the basketball. The I don't, basketball? Yeah, probably, probably the basketball. Uh, yeah, I don't... I, the match play's been all right. I've I've tuned in. I've watched some. I, I mean, listen, you know me. Uh, a, there are wagering opportunities that abound around every turn when it comes to the PGA Tour, and it's uh, primarily how I've just brutalized prize picks. But um, speaking of prize picks, don't forget promo code WARCHANT. Oh, there you go. There you oh, go, everybody. Somebody wants a Pro- renewal. Oh, well, hey, listen, I like prize picks. You know, it's not legal in Montana. 
Oh, really? Mm-mm. I tried to bet out in Montana and with my prize. They you, told Cameron. me no chance. No, and they, they screwed me several times over. I was like, all right, well, I'll just go bet on DraftKings. And they, they screwed me there, too. So well, Montana's not having it well, with the gambling. Ca- well, but there's casinos everywhere. Oh, okay. I mean, every gas station there's a casino. You can bet all you want. But like a sports book? No, casino. Oh. You can play poker and blackjack and all that stuff. But no. Video poker? Video blackjack? A lot or? of video poker, a lot of video blackjack. But there's a big-ass casino there. So you go, there's this, um, when you're cutting through, when you come out of Idaho and you're driving into where I was going in Montana, there's this place, I think it's called, uh, and there's somebody who's surely been there who's listening to this, and it's Sturgis is what I think it's called. And you you cut over. It's just this quaint little town. It's just like this buffer town. But man, there's gambling every which way to Sunday in there. I'm like these people here. It's like being heavily caffeinated. They get to gamble on. How sweet would it be that if you just go to a gas station in Montana you and you walk in and, play poker, yeah. and there's like a dude just at a table ready to deal? It feels I mean, like it should be. What do you want to play? Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. I'm in. Uh, good times. Um, no, I liked it. I, I, there was it was it was a lot of fun. And he's got a revolver on the table. <laughs> It's tombstone all over again. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Hey, Montana never grew up. Yeah, can't trust you. Yeah, it's it's out there. There's uh, it's it's pretty wide open, to say the least. Both in expanse and the way the folks live their lives. You, you, there is a an old um, bar there called the uh, Beer Stube, and uh, I spent a lot of time there in the evenings uh, after a good long day of skiing. They had great food. Uh, in addition, oh yes, no, yeah. they do, they do, they have great food. Read it for the articles, but yeah. and then, yeah. <laughs> but in addition, hey, listen, they did have good articles in Playboy. So the point is, for years they did, but the point is, the beer stoops got good food, but they also, of course, have a lot of the aforementioned beer, and the feel of the place is old, old timey. Did you have Montana beer? Was there yeah, local? Had, oh, there were plenty of local beers. Yeah. yeah, actually, the refreshing Montana beers. Oh, there, there's a really good stout, uh, Cow in a Coal Mine. Uh, oh, that's an, cool. Uh, yeah, really cool. It, uh, Cow in a Coal Mine's delicious. I would strongly suggest you order it, find it, get it shipped to your house. It's delicious. I had several of them, but they also had a really good refreshing from the mountains. Tom Coors Light esque type ah, beer yes. from Montana. Yeah. So it's like anything else. You go to Ireland and you have a Guinness. It's mm-hmm. just a different experience. I have had a Coors original banquet beer and light in the Rockies. And you know what? It's true. The closer you are to where it comes from, the better it tastes. So I'm yeah, sure that Montana yeah. stuff was fresh. It was really fresh and it was really good. And if you were trying to keep it together because you're skiing all day, which I was, you can't be getting, you know, bogged down and or blitzed because you're drinking a you know, a twelve. So you gotta you gotta take it easy. I like how in case you didn't know what bogged down means, blitzed. You know, just in case. Yeah. Um by the way, uh, Ryan writes in the chat, um, need a home and home with Texas. Yeah, I love it. That would be fun. I know a lot of spots to go to. The problem is uh, Austin is turning into Santa uh, Clara, yeah, Silicon massive, Valley. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, being it's, ruined. Every, everything's being priced out. Yeah. Uh, so it needs to be soon. Maybe, yeah, I would love to go. I'd love to go. Uh, the scheduling alliance cancels with the SEC or something. Maybe that opens the door. I was. Um, I've been a, a big advocate for us to pick different spots throughout the country every year. I say, you know, look, um, it's cool that we're playing LSU in New Orleans. I guess I'd rather it be in Baton Rouge. I know a lot of people disagree with me on that, but I'm big at the with the traditions of college football and the pageantry and all the things that that, that go with the other schools' uh, tailgating experiences. And I, 
I'd love to play Wisconsin up in Madison. I'd love to play Oregon out there. I'd love to go play, you know, Washington, the, the Huskies in Seattle. It'd be great. I'd love to play Texas in Austin. I'd like to play our home and home, like we did with Oklahoma, which was great. And I went out to Norman and had a blast. And uh, that game here obviously was a lot of fun. The energy was fantastic. We've obviously done Notre Dame several times. Um, whenever we do this, I always think Penn State as well. Wouldn't you want to go up to Happy Valley and play it in a game? I mean, 100,000 uh, yeah. plus? Yeah, I think that would be on the list, but I don't know that it would be like a top. Now, it's out in the sticks. There's nothing there. I'm yeah. not saying it's like this great place to go. Like but Madison is way, way higher on the list. Well, yes, it's awesome. I mean, for that matter. Uh, Oregon, Austin, Texas, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, you got to see USC. I didn't, mm-hmm. especially now. Well, maybe not now. Wait a minute. They're too well, good. No. You don't, yeah, you don't want yeah. No, that's we, changing. We, the time has passed yeah, for us to play. That was fun. Uh those were those were great games. I'm to go to Arizona State. I hear there's a lot of awesome things around Arizona State. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there. I've been there. It's uh listen, Tempe is fun. Um, go play Herm Edwards in the desert. I don't know that Herm's gonna have that job for much longer, that situation. Um You know, I think We're under investigation. Arizona State is the weirdest program to me. Um, of the Power Five programs, I'm always of the mindset that Arizona State should just be better. They should be consistently better. Uh, it's a big school. There's there's money. Um, they they've got a modicum of tradition. They care. They care. The fans do. I mean, yeah. And man, that campus is not unlike Florida State's campus. It's very special, Tom. Very special. Go play Stanford. Palo Alto, uh, where I've been on Stanford's campus. Uh, I've been to the Sunken Diamond. I've walked that campus. Uh, good friend of mine graduated from Stanford, and um, and I love that place. Palo Alto is beautiful. A game there, uh, it's okay. Well, isn't that, like it still sucks that we have to go to Orlando for the LSU return yes, match? Yes, I, it does. I, I hear you there. Completely sucks. But having been to Baton Rouge, and I really enjoy it. Wish we could have gone back. It is mitigated by the fact that there is legal sports gambling in New Orleans. You're damn and right. So we could gamble there, and you're playing on the Sunday, so you can enjoy a day of gambling in New Orleans on Saturday. It's perfect. Like that's that's not bad. If you're gonna be stuck in a non-college town, yeah, at least give me the sports gambling to go along with it. And you've never been to New Orleans, so I'm excited to is. share that experience with you. I, I will tell you, uh, I have very strict and steadfast rules when it comes to going to New Orleans. I've been four or five times. You got to get out. You you got to prepare to get out because it has tentacles and it's they're deadly. The House of the Rising Sun, it is a you're going to see it. It's tough. You're right. exhausted after 48 hours in New Orleans. Well, so we got to do Bourbon Street around lunch is what I heard. Like earlier in the day, Get in, get out, so I can see it, smell it. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get a hurricane yeah, yeah, and then yeah, be yeah. done with it, right? Like yeah. that's the goal. There is just to say uh, I've been no, there. Listen, I'll go with you for the full experience. We can, oh no, we can go make it a make it be like Wednesday make or it something. A t- make it a time. Make it a, make it a day, buddy. It's it is fun. You just gotta. That can't be Friday, like Wednesday no, or Thursday. Oh yeah, that's, I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We'll go and but maybe, you need maybe to we'll see do it. an old three o'clock show on on the next day. You need to see it in all of its glory. It is it, it's something. It's something to behold. Now, there's a lot of – I haven't been in a long time. I've done. I've not gone to New Orleans post-Katrina, and, not, and it, it's not because I haven't wanted Jeez, to. I just uh, haven't 17 had a, years ago. Is that right? Yeah. Katrina was when I was a freshman in college. 2005. Good God, has that much time gone by? Yeah. Yeah, I was in my early 30s. 
part of my origin story how Last i got to florida time. state because katrina there were externalities to where i was looking to transfer man i didn't even realize how much oh the time tommy the time we should play ucla out in la i would like Ooh, to, okay yeah, let's do that hey you already walked into their uh, basketball gym i did trespass. I, I got to watch and practice they were all kind of like this dude just walked in it's jeff cameron show we'll come back wrap it up momentarily on our libations friday Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Jeff Cameron Show is a production of the Warchant.com Multimedia Network. Check out Warchant.com today for the latest news inside Florida State Athletics. That's Warchant.com. Now, back to Jeff on Real Talk 93.3. Next week, I got to tell this story. I can't tell it now. Not the story I just told you. Although I've told that on the air before, too. Um, you're right, Life Spectator. Great restaurants there in New Orleans. Great food. I love it. Uh, it's uh, it's unlike any other city in America. It's, it's truly unique. You can't say that about a lot of places, so it's great. Um, I feel bad for the fine folks of New Orleans and Louisiana in general with the... Uh, Amount of uh, damage that's been done over the years uh, via via hurricanes and the like. Totally agree on all fronts there, but um, mm-hmm. I, I don't like them because they became elitist really fast as a football fan base. Like, well, for two seconds, they're back to beating right. nothing now. That's good. It's yeah, good. Um, one Super Bowl all that time with the best coach. Oh, in you're football. talking about the Saints? I thought yeah. you were talking about, the, talking about LSU. No, I'm talking about the Saints. They mm. went from being the lovable losers to God's gift and holding themselves as though they're the Steelers mm. or the mm. Packers or something. It's like, yeah. yo, easy there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about them for a while. But uh, back to back to this. Uh, although I wish Jameis success, save for when he plays the Bucs. Um, uh, I, I think, well, I'll, I, next week I'm going to tell a story. It, it is comedy born out of something very modern that happened to me today, and I couldn't help but think about it over and over again, just how modern this comedy would be if we had built this skit. But it happened to me. It was crazy. More 21st century example of you thinking you were pulling up behind Millar. uh, Yes, that's exactly right. Yes. But it was very weird. And the poor guy on the other end of the phone call, who I thought was somebody else, I'll let you, you guys in on a secret, I thought I was talking to somebody else. He must have just been like, what in the hell is going on here? Because I eventually got frustrated to the point where I cursed at him, so he had to be like, what is, what, what is going on here? It reminds me of one of my favorite stories ever that I'll buckle over if the original person ever tells it again. But uh, Johnny Mac is one of the animals of Section B, and he's the guy with the bleach blonde oh, long yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of his friends saw him at Corner Pocket, the bleach blonde hair, sitting at the bar, figured he'd scare him, came up behind him, Slapped him on the back and yelled, "What's up, beep?" Slapped him on the back. It was not Johnny Mac. No, it was a lady. Oh, a lady turned oh, around and he, called, he used the B. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, I told you that famous story that I was visiting a friend of mine in Gainesville, and my buddy Trey is this tall, slender man who's now a professor. And uh, back when we were in our 20s, he had hair down the middle of his back. He was in a band. He was a guitarist. And uh, he has a very distinct look. And I thought I saw him on the campus at the University of Florida while I was visiting my friend. I looked over because he lives in Gainesville. And I was like, there's Trey. And I got a running start as fast as I could and leapt in the air and slapped him on the ass. And it was a total stranger. It was a student that happened to look like Trey. And this skinny guy, I slapped in the ass as hard as I've ever hit another human being open-handed. And you hit hard. And he jumped into the air and looked at me and yelled, what the... And and was startled. He was scared because he was like right. probably a buck twenty. And it, it, real life Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, and he, and I looked at him, and I must have looked like I had seen a ghost. I went, "Oh my god, I am so sorry. I thought you were a friend of mine," which is also weird, by the way. Right, right. Like, so you just beat the hell out of your friends, right? Yeah. So anyhow, yeah. I thought you were my friend. Like um, you know, that's creepy. Yeah, it was awful, but it was the best to see the look on my other friend. Who knew that I thought that was Trey was buckled over. He was bent over laughing for a half an hour because he watched it like play out right, in slow motion. Right. He's like, oh my God, he's going to hit him. He's going to hit him. Because <gasps> he could see well, it wasn't Trey. What this guy did was he snapped a photo so that he had proof that you could have been this person just like me. And, so and the woman that he did that It's to just the same hairstyle as what exactly it is. exactly like a man, and here's proof. <laughs> no, it's the hair. That's all it is. It's the hair. It's exactly oh, the same. Oh, that's so good. North Florida Payroll Services, locally owned for nearly 15 years, offering payroll and HR services, including full online applicant onboarding and integration into payroll. Save your company money and headaches today. Head to NorthFordaPayroll.com. Fire it up. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? At some point, I got to tell you who's pitching. Nats, Cardinals, Cade Cavelli, and Drew Verhagen. Orioles, Rays, Chris Ellis, Josh Fleming, Twins, Pirates, Dylan Bundy, Bryce Wilson. Red Sox, Braves, Tanner Houck, Ian Anderson. Yanks, Phillies, Luis Severino, Kyle Gibson. Tigers, Blue Jays, Tariq Skubal, Hyunyin Ryu. Easier said than done, everybody. That's an A-plus, Jeff Cameron. Herman Marquez goes for the Rockies. Alec Mills for the Cubs. We got Guardians and Giants, Aaron Savelli and Anthony DiScalfini. Rangers, Royals. Dane Dunning, Carlos Hernandez. Brewers, A's, Freddie Peralta, Cole Irvin. Angels, D-backs. Jansen Junk. Great name. Luke Weaver, Florida State's own. Mets Astros, Tyler McGill and Hunter Brown. Padres, Dodgers, Nick Martinez, Julio Urias. Dylan Cease going to go for the White Sox and Marco Gonzalez for the Mariners. And that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. At this point... I will float a few fun ones for you here. Let's go Miami, Iowa State, under 133. Let's take, hmm, hmm, okay. You can find, will a one seed win the national title? And uh, I'm going to say no at a buck 30. That's fine with me. At this point, there's one left. I'll take the field. Kansas, you're not going to win it all, damn it. You're not going to win it all, and you're the last man standing. Would you take St. Peter's plus 12.5 against Purdue? 
You think the miracle wills them to a close game? I don't know. I'm leaving it alone. I'm not touching Providence, Kansas either. I do think I like Miami on the money line, and I'll take the under 133 there. And I actually like North Carolina to continue to play well. So that's kind of where I'm at, my man. For uh, T. Lizzie and Director Matthew, I'm Jeff. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. Florida State baseball against Duke. Yes, let's see. They haven't lost a weekend series yet. Knock on wood, it stays that way. We'll be back Monday. Talk about the scrimmage. Talk about that series. Talk about the Sweet 16 getting whittled down to the Final Four. All of that, good times, and more. Be well, everybody. Have a great weekend.